Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. Thank you for joining in. I am thrilled you took time to listen. In this episode, we will examine a man who encouraged believers, many different ones, and that man is Barnabas. Over the number of years of ministry, I've constantly seen the need for new and older Christian alike to be encouraged in their spiritual journey. I read the following statement and thought it was very applicable. People grow the best when the atmosphere of acceptance is present. We need solid Christian influences in all of our lives. They will greatly help us grow spiritually. Uh, Proverbs 27:17 says, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friends. You have found a good friend indeed if they are sharpening you in your spiritual development and walk Christian journey. There are many individuals in the Bible who were good friends. But one Bible character who embodied, embodied this so well was Barnabas. Barnabas was such an encouragement. The apostles changed his name from Joas to Barnabas, son of encouragement. And uh, the apostles uh, was surnamed Barnabas. This is in Acts chapter 4, verse 36, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus. In the New Testament, the word most often translated encouragement uh, is the word parkles. It came from two Greek words, one meaning par, come alongside, alongside of, and kleo, to call. And the, the encourager is someone who is called to come alongside to help renew and comfort you. Barnabas was a man greatly used by the Lord to reach many people for Christ. In Acts chapter 11, verse 24, it says, For he was a good man, full of the Holy Ghost of faith, and much people was added unto the Lord. Barnabas was mightily used to reach folks for Christ and disciple those new believers for the Lord. Barnabas was very well known for encouraging Saul uh, and he encouraged many others as well and led many to Christ uh, and used greatly. In doing so, God used uh, Saul because of the encouragement. It was definitely a, a effect of Barnabas's uh, life upon him. Used Saul, which we would know as Paul, in unbelievable ways to impact the known world for the gospel of Jesus Christ. So there's a number of lessons that we can learn from the life of Barnabas. And I think they will be a help to us as we encourage new Christians and older alike to serve Jesus Christ, to love the Lord. Barnabas was willing to take a risk. Nobody wanted or really excited about extending that right hand of fellowship to this new believer, Paul. Barnabas responded in faith and embraced Paul as a new person in Jesus Christ. Remember that Paul was on a mission and his mission was to persecute the church i mean he severely persecuted the church before his conversion on the road to damascus i'm sure there were many churches not excited about paul being involved in church work in the ministry and maybe even some were afraid that he would turn on them that this was just a you know a way to get in and really decimate the church even in a greater way now, Paul had a massive impact on the early church and the spread of Christianity in the Mediterranean world 
uh, on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. However, if Barnabas had not been willing to mentor, he may not have made as such an impact. I mean, we don't know really because he did do it, but we can kind of deduct it would not have been a good thing. I assure you that it's a risk to reach out to people. It's a risk to love them. It's a risk to invest in them, to care for them and mentor them. However, if we fail to do that, the church's mission will be highly impacted in negative ways. It won't help us go forward. It will hinder us. So Barnabas shows a great example of that. Barnabas took personal responsibility. The Bible states that Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. Barnabas took personal responsibility in seeing that this new Christian had the opportunity to grow and to be used in the furtherance of the gospel. I can almost see Barnabas bringing Paul into a room and introducing him to the apostles. I don't think there was any uncertainty in his mind that the Lord was going to use Paul and Barnabas was for him. He was going to be behind him. He was going to encourage him. I wonder if we take the same responsibility with the people God has allowed us to bring to him. Do we make a mistake and leave behind those new believers in searching to reach others for Christ? I mean, we need to be reaching others for Christ, but we need the responsibility to help those new believers. I believe we need to be passionate about reaching the lost for Christ, but we also need to be passionate about helping those who know Christ, who are babes in the Lord, and allowing them to grow and mature and even do greater things than us in the whole realm of the ministry. Barnabas you know, uh, rehearsed Paul's testimony. Not only did Barnabas share Paul's conversion, he also communicated how the Lord already used him. Uh, how shocking this must have sounded to the believers that were gathered. Here is a man that had given his life to persecute Christians and now, and persecuting the followers of Christ, now he's preaching Christ. Acts 9.27, But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto him how he had seen the Lord in the way and had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. I cannot imagine how much that had to encourage Paul. Imagine for a moment, you're walking into a room of doubters, doubters of you. They look at you suspiciously and maybe even some <clears throat> with great hostility. Then they hear the witness of your new friend, Barnabas. And Barnabas has a great testimony He's well-loved by the people in that room. I mean, I'll be honest, as I think about that council, that gathering, it gives me little goose pimples on my back. That's a true friend, folks. A true friend standing up for one who is suspiciously viewed, one who probably would not have been given the chance. I mean, if, if that's not a true friend and encourager, I don't know what is. What an amazing friend. What an amazing encourager. These two uh, would help other believers do some amazing things for Christ. 
Now, there was a splitting of the ways between these two. In Acts chapter 13, verse 2, And they ministered to the Lord and fasted, and the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, uh, Barnabas and Saul, and uh, and for the work where until I've called them. And they fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, sent us to uh, Cyprus. And uh, John Mark went with them, and uh, they went to Seleucia, and they sailed on the Cyprus. Um, you know, that was the first journey. <clears throat> and the split that would take place was over John Mark. But in that first journey, they started churches in Asia Minor. They, we have record of folks coming to Christ. They returned and reported to the churches, and the churches in, in Jerusalem and in the surrounding area, they were encouraged once again. Time for that second journey comes, and this is where the split takes place. And uh, it was over John Mark, and it it was significant. I'm, I'm not going to downplay that. But we see once again Barnabas taking the encouragement factor to help a young man who had failed, who had given up, who had quit on that first missionary journey. Paul didn't have the same... Um, personality gifts uh, and uh, abilities from the Lord. Paul is definitely a prophet type person, you know, preaching the gospel and things with great power. Barnabas loved the gospel. He preached it too. But the Lord had given him this ability of encouragement, a mercy shore, you could call it as well. And uh, we see that the work that Barnabas did with John Mark was significant. Because later on, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11, Paul writes, Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable for me in the ministry. Now, it might not have been fun for Barnabas to split with Saul, but he did not give up on the Lord, and he did not quit in the life of John Mark. Let me encourage you to be the encourager like Barnabas was. Hey, we live in a day of people in turmoil. They're afraid. Um, they, uh, they don't know which way to turn sometimes. And we certainly need that encouraging word right now. Uh, probably more than ever, but we need them. And I hope you'll be one. You know, thank you for listening in today. I hope this episode has helped you equipped you to be an encourager. You know, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.